11.38, and, uh, you, you know, uh, a lot of people remember the words of Sobukwe where he once said, let me plead with you, lovers of my Africa, to carry with you into the world the vision of the new Africa, to see an Africa liberated politically, socially, and economically, where her people are empowered through education. And, of course, we're paying tribute to the PAC leader and anti-apartheid activist Robert Sobukwe, and uh, we invited uh, the chairperson of the Robert Mangaliso Sobukwe Trust as well as the vice-chancellor and principal <coughs> Excuse me, of the Val University of Technology, Professor Gordon Zide. Uh, he gave a memorial lecture virtually last night. And uh, Tando Sipuye is an African historian, researcher, and social scientist. So, Prof, maybe let me start with you. Good morning, and uh, good morning to Tan- uh, Tando as well. But let's start with you, Prof, and have you tell me what uh, the theme of your memorial lecture was on Sobukwe last night? Yeah, just before I uh, respond to the question, just a little correction. I'm no longer the vice chancellor of Valley University of Technology. I retired at the end of 2019. So I would not like to be robed in borrowed dresses. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, Uh, just uh, for the audience, just for the audience to know that I am no longer the vice chancellor of that university. Which means the focus of your work is largely being chair of the Robert Mangaliso Sobukwe Trust. And uh, let's start then with the discussion that you had yesterday, uh, paying tribute in your mem- in the memorial lecture to Robert Sobukwe. Let's hear what you had to say there. Yeah, well, the theme was Robert Mangaliso Sobukwe never fo- to be forgotten. That was the theme, and I tried to trace um, my association with um, Robert Sobukwe through my uncle, of course. The first time that I met him was in 1958 in Alwa North when he visited my late uncle, uh, Don Yati Pokela, and then again in 1976 when uh, the late would sell and uh, Joe Kwabeni asked me to accompany them to um, Kimberley, Halishiwe. Uh, so that was my recollection of that deep voice um, of Robert Sobukwe. And then, of course, shaking hands with that uh, giant of Africa. Mm. Um, you know, it was just an electrifying feeling um, for me. And then, of course, 
you know, serving on the Robert Mangaliso Sobukwe Trust is really an honor, um, not only for me, but also for the other trustees, Prof. Makanya, Advocate Sizani, Professor Mda, uh, Miliswa, as well as um, Adoko. Mm. So, yeah, it's such an honor. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Tando, let me bring you into uh, the conversation. Good morning, by the way. Uh, you know, and to think that uh, Sobukwe died in 78 and echoed the words, uh, uh, you know, I want to see an Africa that is liberated politically, socially, economically, uh, where her people are empowered through education. Those same words could be relevant today as you and I are having this conversation. Good morning, and good morning to the listeners, and thank you so much for having me. And uh, yes, indeed, uh, Sobukwe's words, and I, indeed his quest, you know, uh, for justice and for land restoration remains very much relevant today, because when you look at not only Azania or South Africa, but look throughout the African continent and see the state of the African men and the African woman on the continent, you can see clearly that um, the vision that uh, men like Sobukwe, Kwame Nkrumah, Julius Nyerere, John Mokenyata, you know, and, and the rest of the gallant fighters for the liberation of Africa, it has still yet to be achieved. And um, really when you see the, the, the state of the African continent, you, you check the state of governance on the African continent, you check the well-being of African people in various communities, you can see that indeed um, our people are still subjected to growth uh, in humane conditions. And um, this is what Sobukwe uh, would have not been pleased with, um, you know, and uh, really he remains very much relevant. His words and indeed the quest for justice and, and, and true total liberation uh, it remains an, an elusive dream. Mm. Uh, Prof, why should uh, Sobukwe remain a relevant figure to the youth of South Africa today who face high unemployment levels and, you know, uh, you know they, they are completely uninspired because they have very little economic opportunities that uh, can help advance them? And, of course, I don't even want to uh, start the discussion on education uh, for the young people of South Africa, but why? Why should he, as a figure, remain relevant to the youth of South Africa today? Well, uh, thank you very much for that question. He remains relevant, um, Sobuke, because remember his ideology even now. We are talking um, pan-Africanism, not necessarily as a PAC ideology, but the rest of Africa is talking pan-Africanism. And so that in itself shows and demonstrates um, how big Sobukwe was and that his vision for a free, united Africa, even though there have been attempts of silencing him, um, but that that vision and that legacy can never be silenced. And Mm. so he remains um, relevant today, yesterday, and tomorrow. Yeah, what kind? That, that, that really shows. That really shows uh, how big Sobukwe has been, even though you know his life was cut off 
at a mature age of 54. What kind of initiatives do you do at the Robert uh, Sobukwe uh, tr- uh, Trust to connect Robert Sobukwe's ideals to uh, the ideals of uh, South Africa in 2022? Yeah. Well, there are two things, and um, one of those I think uh, Tando is going to talk about. Number one, we have had um, quite a series of um, Sobukwe public lectures, and then, of course, in Hrapranet, we've got the Sobukwe Museum as well as a learning center. But over and above that, last year we had um, a Sobukwe public lecture, which was held in Cape Town. And, um, and then, of course, as we speak, Tando is busy with the um, Department of um, Science, or Department of Sports, um, Arts, and Culture in exhibiting the Sobukwe works which are kept at um, the University of the Vedestran. So we are really trying to unearth um, Sobukwe's ideology and vision so that he becomes a public figure as he was and that even the current generation can actually learn quite a lot from uh, Sobukwe who remained silent but um, as the trustees, we refuse to have him silenced. Um, mm. That is why we have all these um, attempts of reawakening, mm. you know, his ideas and his vision for a united um, African continent. Yeah, are we emulating, uh, you know, uh, Sobukwe's legacy, uh, Tando, uh, at all? Are we even keen on it? Are we interested I- I- in it, or are we? Are almost allowing it to uh, disappear into the pages of history. You know, um, Sobukwe was, um, he served his jail sentence following the Sharpville Langa massacre. Sobukwe was convicted and jailed for three years at uh, Pretoria Central uh, Prison, the now Hosimamburu. And incidentally, as U Prof has mentioned, as I'm speaking to you, I'm right here at Hotmamburu oh. uh, Prison, and uh, we are setting up the Sobukwe Remember Africa exhibition for the launch of the Department of Sports, Arts and Culture's uh, Human Rights uh, Month program. And, um, you know, after Sobukwe completed his three-year sentence here at uh, Hotmamburu, and I think I should also mention here on your show that it's quite um, telling that while I'm here at Hotimampuru, no one here can even locate or identify the prison cell where Sobukwe was kept. Wow. You know, and so this speaks to some of the issues we are asking, the issues of erasure of Sobukwe and whether or not uh, we, emulate, we emulate him and his ideas. Sobukwe, uh, after he served his sentence here, he was flown secretly blindfolded into Robben Island without the knowledge of his family and so forth. And this was under the General Amendment Act, which came to be known as the Sobukwe Clause. And, um, you know, ever since that time, the ideas of Sobukwe, what he stood for, Africanism, the, 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 the vision of a united state of Africa, you know, and, you know, a total liberation and the restoration of the humanity of African people 
all of those ideas have, have, have always been silenced, you know, uh, systematically, sometimes deliberately. And um, it is our duty, you know, collectively as a nation. Because one of the challenges we have is that we have a partisan approach to the telling of history. Mm. We, 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 we like to, you know, um, you know, invoke other names while other names, we tend to silence them. Mm. We have names that seem to have played a more important role in the liberation struggle than others. And because of that dynamic, you tend to find that when we tell history, when we tell our children in school about South African history, we only glorify certain leaders to the exclusion of others, mm. like Sobukwe. Mm. And this is the, 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 the challenges that we as a nation need to confront and really address. Um, you know, and elevate Sobukwe back into the national consciousness, and not only Sobukwe, but all of the leaders who worked with him, and uh, leaders within the Black Consciousness Movement, not only Steve Biko, mm. but all of the other leaders who worked with Biko and other various movements, you know, uh, and grassroots formations. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go to a, com- a quick commercial break. We are in conversation with Tandos Puye, uh, African historian, researcher, and social scientist, and uh, Professor Gordon Zide, chair of the Robert Mangaliso Sobukwe Trust. As we remember the day uh, in 1978 that the PAC leader and anti-apartheid activist died, quite fascinating to hear from Tando that, uh, you know, at uh, uh, <clears throat> the former Pretoria prison, uh, there isn't even a, a a record of the cell uh, where um, Robert Mangaliso Sobugwe uh, was held. But we'll continue this conversation in a short while. Please, uh, you can join in on 011-714-2006 if you want to ask the Prof and Tando a question. It's 11.51. SAFM. Welcome back. It's uh, 11.42. It was on this day in 1978 that the PAC leader and anti-apartheid activist Robert Sobukwe died of lung com- complications at Kimberley General Hospital. A memorial lecture was given last night uh, by the chairperson of the Robert Mangaliso Sobukwe Trust, Professor Gordon Zide, and we're reflecting on the life of uh, Robert Sobukwe and we've invited uh, your calls on 011-714-2006. Also on the panel is Tando Sipuye, who is an African historian, researcher, and social scientist, Matt Dwacha, in East London, wants to join the conversation. Good morning, Matt Dwacha. Good morning, Comrade KG. How are you? I'm well, Comrade Matt Dwacha. What's on <laughs> your mind? <laughs> Look, man, uh, Tando, has, among many of his works, as, as, as a poem that he does recite, I think it's titled Children of Africa. Mm. It's a very and clear explanation of how some painful events would have um, unfolded throughout history, done by the white race onto us as the black children, you know, as well as our parents, uh, that is. So I'm saying it's things done unto us, black people generally. Mm. But the point that I want to raise is that when I try to post that in the public space and Facebook and all of that, I got comments and it was canned removed because it was unacceptable. Hmm. Black people should not be taught about the history of events that were done by the white men on the innocent black race. And it's an, it's, I think it's an attempt to disinform society, to create a history that is 
not reflective of reality. That's what our government is actually doing when it comes to leaders of other liberation movements like Azar for PAC and so forth. So Comrade Udato Sobuwe is and and his story, his history and his struggles that is represent, the current government seeks to distort that or make us not know about it. Go through the history books and then in human social science books in high schools you will learn very little even at some point where you get no mentioning of Sobuke or the PAC when it comes to the 21st of March massacre. It's systematic. Everybody else is written out of history books with an attempt to clarify the current regime. The last point came in. The Robert Mangalisha Sobuke trust. I would wish to see them running programs that are aimed at transforming this society from being conservative from being in the hands of whites and running them radically towards liberating us as black people. And it's not a, a program that should be outside of their realm. Look at, at these white um, uh, trusts, all of them, Helen Susman, uh, FW Black, is running reactionary anti-black again. And I'm not saying Robert Mangalese Sobuwe trust should run an anti-white, but they should run a true black program mm. of transformation. KG, that's my point. I think we owe it to Daddy Robert Mangalisa Sobuwe to love each other as black people. Mm. Sincerely so. Mm, powerful. Uh, do you want to comment, uh, Tando, uh, because uh, you uh, referenced heavily on that uh, comment from Matwaha? Yes, no, certainly. I, I, I like the point that Umatuaha is mentioning um Africa, particularly with regards to, you know, the curricula, you know, uh, that is taught in schools. For example, like he just said, um, when you look at the history curricula, there's only one paragraph mm. that mentions the Pan-Africanist Congress of Azania and Robert Mangalisu Sobuko. When the story or the history of uh, the Sharpville massacre is told, mm. um, Robert Mangalisu Sobukwe, uh, his role and contribution to um, that, those events in 1960, they are always uh, silenced. Because it was Sobukwe who called for the positive action campaign against the past laws and wrote to the police commissioner, Redemeyer, at that time, informing him of this match that would take place, a protracted struggle against uh, the past laws, he said. And, um, but his role in that uh, you know, uh, struggle is always erased. And I mean, when we speak about Human Rights Day, Human Rights Month, and so forth, um, it is not located you know, in the particular context in which it occurred and the exact figures who contributed to that moment in our history. They are, you know, obscure figures. They are erased. For example, lastly, uh, it was Nyakane Tolo, and I'm sure many people who are hearing this name, they're hearing it for the first time. Nyakane Tolo was the PAC leader in, uh, in Sharpville. And uh, Nyakane Tolo, he was the man who made sure that you know, um, the, 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 the PAC struggle in Sharpville. So Bukwe's call for the protest march there occurred. And it was Yaganetolo who led the march in Sharpville. But 
it's strange that, you know, he is nowhere to be known, nowhere to be found when you tell the history of the Sharpeville massacre. And yet he was the leader in Sharpeville, mm. you know, and he was the PAC sec- branch secretary in Sharpeville. And he heeded to the call of Sobukwe to go into the streets to the nearest police station and uh, hand them over, uh, hand themselves over for arrest. Yeah. So I fully agree with what, um, you know, my brother was saying. Um, and, and I suppose, uh, considering what Tando is saying, Prof, uh, that we're selective uh, and we politicize uh, the, 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 the figures uh, that contributed to turning around a repressive apartheid regime, uh, what then, taking from what Tando was saying, what then should uh, we do to ensure that Robert uh, Sobukwe's legacy lives on, even outside of days like today uh, that commemorate his passing or days that commemorate the date of his birth. How do we make sure uh, that we live in a society that is cognizant of his teachings and that his legacy is alive on a day-to-day basis in the psyche of South Africans in the way that, uh, you know, uh, the legacy of other, uh, you know, political figures is? Yeah, look, I think um, what needs to happen, the the greatest weapon that a black man has is, in fact, his own mind, his or her own mind. Mm. We, we like to inflict pain on one another, and uh, we tend to be so protective of our own political terrains to the extent of dwarfing other political giants mm, mm. like Robert Mangali Sosobukwe. Yeah. So the import of what I'm trying to convey is that we who serve on the Robert Mangali Sosobukwe Trust, and of course, uh, with a tongue-in-cheek, I would like to say even the broader PAC, we should consistently be talking the language of Sobukwe until such time that even the present-day government comes to terms with the fact that Sobukwe's name should never and can never be erased. From history. For as long as we don't take that responsibility, I think we will continue falling into the mind trap of blaming one another all the time. Yeah. I think um, Dwaka is quite right that there has to come, and I agree with uh, Tando as well, and this is something that I mentioned even yesterday at the um, public lecture, that yeah. it is totally unacceptable that at Hosi Mampuru prison now, uh, there is no one who can locate Robert Mangali Sosobukwe's Cell. Unfortunately, my time has uh, completely uh, run out, but thank you for your time, Professor Gordon Zide, Chair of the Robert Mangaliso Sobukwe Trust, Tando Sipuye at Kosi Mampuru, actually, uh, an African historian and researcher and social scientist, as we were paying tribute a little bit at least to the life of uh, uh, the PAC leader and anti apartheid activist Robert Sobukwe on the commemoration of the day that he passed in 1978. That's it. Lebo Musso, Gwenzegil and Tlati are the producers. It was Mark who was my technical producer today. I'm back again tomorrow. It's midday. An update at noon is standing by with Sakina Kamwendo.